That shit was right on time too Because Dallas Goddard got hurt Mike, 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 Mike Shit kind of hot But it's alright Oh shit Yeah man Niggas don't really know How to play fantasy bro See This is the thing about fantasy dog And it's crazy starting to pot with fantasy But I just gotta tell you I was just telling boss this You can't win every week Like some weeks Like this week right here I got like So when you drafting Niggas don't even know When you drafting that um, it show you the players by weeks because mm-hmm. you're supposed to draft based on that, so you don't have to sacrifice a week. Mm-hmm. But if it's too many players with the same by week, and you want to create this fire ass team, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to expect to lose twice, twice, twice that year. Mm-hmm. Like this week right here, bro. I think I'm projected to score like 90 points, bro. Yeah, because goddamn, 
I ain't gonna lie. I got too many players on the same team. A lot of my players is out this week too. But yeah, I had to swap them around. Yeah, so basically, what I'm gonna do is I'm not fucking my team up. I'm gonna put as many players as I can on the bench, and I'm gonna draft as many players as I can without fucking my team up. And if I lose, I lose. Then all the niggas that I pick up this week, I'm just gonna drop the niggas next week. I feel you. But that game last night, I didn't expect that game to be like that last night. So who played last night? Uh, the Eagles. Packers and the Titans. Oh, the Titans, Titans. Yeah. Derrick Henry did pretty decent, so you know I got a couple points off of that. And uh, Titans beat the Packers, right? Um, I fell asleep. I think they beat them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. They beat them. Oh yeah, yeah, I think they beat them by like ten. Aaron Rodgers was playing like shit, but he had some decent fantasy points for once. Not too many, but uh, he had like two touchdowns to Watson, which I was like, damn. Yeah, he had 19 fantasy points, which ain't really a lot. Mm-hmm. But Woods on Tennessee had 12.9. I had him on the bench. I was like, damn, I should have played that nigga instead Ronald of dropping all these backpacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, King Henry had uh, 25.36 points, including a, uh, a passing touchdown. Bro, that nigga's one of the best. Excuse me. He is the best running back in the league. Number bro. one. Oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's number one, bro. Mm-hmm. Niggas be trying to argue that shit. No, bro. He's number one, dog. Yeah. Saquon Barkley is leading rushing, though, which is kind of weird. Then I mean, I think it's, it's not like really because it's his, his rookie year. He he was a shit, too. But he got he caught that, what was it, ACL tear? Yeah. And he came back. Wasn't so hot the next year. And then now he's back on his role. So we'll see how it goes. Well, he had two down years. Did he have two down years? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But he had one. Nah, he had two, bro. That's yeah. why it's just it's, it's just kind of weird. But yeah, man, another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. We back. Episode 202. These episodes going fast as hell. I think this is 202. It might be really? 203 because I got an episode with Lucci I did. So I might have to include that too. But I might just drop that only on Patreon and just drop clips. So I guess this will be episode 202. Cause I, that's actually what I'm going to do. But anyway, what's going on though, bro? Nah, shit, bro. Living, you know, same old shit. It's me. cold as fuck out here. My fucking heat just went out. I'm mad as hell. But yeah. you know, that's life, bro. That's why I tell people, bro, everybody be bragging, talking about some, oh, I own a home, bro. That shit overrated as fuck, bro. Owning a home is overrated, bro. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, it is, but it ain't. Like, you everything. save money for the long term, but how many people are long term thinkers? <laughs> like, let's be honest. Not many. How many, bro? Not many. Come on, dog. Long term, you save you save money, but short term, like like people that okay, okay, we're military kids, right? Mm-hmm. People that go to a different city and they know they're only going to be there for four years and buy a home—that's the stupidest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. That don't that makes zero sense. And I know a lot of people that do that shit mm-hmm. makes zero sense. I don't know why they do it. The most overrated. I don't know, but I think, um, and this is going back to what I talked about last episode, I think some people just love chasing that sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. It's like that shit makes them feel good. Like, yeah, I just I, I just purchased my third home. Mm-hmm. That makes them feel good. Or like somebody that has a bachelor's degree already and goes to get another bachelor's degree and be like, I have two degrees. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some people just thirst for that sense of accomplishment. I mean, we all do it, though, but some people do it to the 10th power. Yeah, it's all about, like, I don't know, some people just have, like, we talk about it all the time. There's, like, kind of like a matrix that people live in of, like... Oh, don't start that what, shit. You what, fucked me up last episode with that. Nah, that's serious. It's just, like, what 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 makes sense and what don't make sense. Bruh, 
I've been talking about that shit ever since you said that shit. Like, mm-hmm. bro, this matrix shit is even like deeper than what you were saying. Like, I was uh, having a conversation with my dog Chuck, mm-hmm. and I seen somebody that we knew that was like just came out of nowhere and just mm-hmm. created like one of them little Twitch streaming shits. Mm-hmm. And you know they have like a corporate job, and I was like, why the fuck would they do that? Yeah. And he told me he was like, yeah, well, you know, niggas is getting paid off reels now, so niggas is just mm-hmm. you know throwing some shit at the wall and seeing what stick. And I was like. Bro, what the fuck would make a nigga with a six-figure job wake up and be like, yeah, I'm going to just start a Twitch, and I'm going to start streaming like academics? And, I he, mean, and he was like, nigga, that's the Matrix. I mean, I don't know. That's the Matrix, nigga. I guess, yeah. It I mean, is, bro. What the fuck would make a nigga wake up and just want to do some shit for, like that for some money? And it's not even like you're going to get no money. Not for money, but like just to do it, I do it. I mean, no, bro. These niggas do is doing this shit for money, bro. And, bro, like what niggas is not showing is you probably not going to get goddamn 100 million views a week. So if nah. you get a couple thousand a week, nigga, they might pay you $10 a week. I mean, if you're doing it for money, is that shit worth it? $10? If you're doing, if you're doing it for money, it just depends. You gotta be, you just gotta be realistic with yourself. If you're not like somebody that people would actually follow, then why would you want to do it for money? If you're doing it for fun, that's on your own accord. So do it. There's somebody out there who would enjoy seeing it, but no, these niggas do it for money. Yeah, if they do it for money, then I don't know. I don't know. Cause I, I ain't never done it. I've thought about doing it, but I don't know. I just ain't never went there yet. Bro, tell me about your hunting trip though. It was good, man. I had a lot of fucking fun, bro. Like, um, and not as in fun as in like what people would think of as fun. Is fun as in peace. Like, uh, a lot of time by myself in a fucking tree stand with my fucking binoculars, just glassing a a fucking tree line or you know glassing a hill, looking for you know looking for deer. It was fun, bro. And I had a lot of time. We had a lot of times around the campfire at night because we stayed in like a lodge with like another couple of people. They were in there too. And um, how was that staying staying with some random people? It it wasn't bad, but I'm not gonna say it was like great. You know, it's like because <laughs> you know I don't know, bro. Like people just, especially us being the only niggas there, so it's like kind of weird. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, they Blue probably said niggas don't hunt. Yeah, and that's what, and you know what's crazy, bro. We went to the Waffle House when we was out there too. One like morning before we went out or some shit, or one morning, regardless, just to get some breakfast, and we was in there and the black lady was like, we was all dressed in camo and shit, and um she was like, um y'all y'all niggas going hunting? And we was like, <laughs> we was like yeah. And she was like, I ain't never seen no black folks go hunting. And I was just like, I was like, why is that a thing? Like, why do we feel like black people can't hunt? That shit weird. Hey, so so that nigga blew right there. What? When that nigga was like, uh, no, that's the perception. Only white people hunt for sport. That's the perception. I know a lot of black people who hunt though. Yeah, I do too. Especially where we went to school at. A lot of niggas hunt. Yeah. And you know, my whole family hunt. But Mm -hmm. bruh, I said this. I want you to keep talking about the trip too. But I said Mm -hmm. this before. How um, I feel like everybody should hunt what they, excuse me, only eat what they hunt at least one time in their lives. Yeah. Because, bro, we're so civilized, and, and don't get me wrong, like, you know, the more technology that we have is going to make life better, but it also takes a little bit of our um, humility away. Yeah. So, like, the other day I uh, posted a video, a bird got caught into my um headlight, mm-hmm. and I posted a video of me taking a bird out, 
and there was an ass of girls like, ew, that's fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, I know you feed your kids chicken nuggets every day. Where yeah. the fuck you think them chicken nuggets come from? Yeah, that's the crazy part. Yeah, yeah. for the people listening, chicken nuggets ain't nothing but all the meat grinded up together into a fucking little nugget, mm-hmm. and it's fried. That's yeah. all it is. It's the meat from the fucking legs, the thighs, the wings, whatever mm-hmm. scrap from yeah. the bird. All scrap meat. All grinded up together into a fucking little nugget. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy part is... um. Yeah, we was out there, bro. So the trip started. We got what well, we driving up, right? Mm-hmm. And this shit is in like Riceville, Georgia, bro, which is like, it's kind of, it's a small ass town, like not very many people. Northern or Southern? It's an hour away from here, and I think it's going south. It's okay. only an hour from here? An hour and a half, I think. It's not bad. I thought that, I thought it was So further. it's towards like Macon. Uh, I wouldn't even be able to tell you, bro. I was just in a car. You know me. I don't have no <laughs> sense of direction. Yeah, I got you. So it's like, we went down there, bro. We driving down there, and I'm like, damn. Like the whole time, you know, my dad, he just still think white people is racist and shit. And oh uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's his era, though. Yeah, so he like think like that it's about to be some like get out shit. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, no, nah, I think sh- things should be fine. I think they, everything should be okay. And like he keeps saying some shit, like, all right, now y'all make sure y'all keep y'all side arms on you. Like we all had our pistols and shit, and like. <laughs> Uh, and my nigga Darius, my nigga Darius, and my cousin Mike brought their AR 15 just in case. I was like, bro, like, what? Why y'all think we going to war? Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. First off, who's Darius? Darius is my brother in law. Okay, yeah. so, so your brother in law and your cousin, yeah, my brought their ARs, yeah, just in case the white people wanted to get wild and have yeah. some Trayvon Martin shit going on, yeah, they was just strapped and ready for war, yeah. All right, so. I got so many questions. I'm gonna try to limit them. How many people was in the loft with y'all? So total, it was me, so us four, uh huh, a husband and a wife. They were on like a vacation, and he was just hunting during the day, and they go out to dinner at night. She just watched TV in the lodge, and then oh, that's a bad ass vacation. Keep going. Yeah, <laughs> she she was bored as fuck. I already I know. I feel it. so bad for her because like every time we walk out, she want to talk, and we hey, like, he a real nigga though. Yeah. That's yeah. a real nigga. Yeah. If you can convince your bitch to yeah. go on a hunting trip yeah. as a vacation, you a yeah. real nigga. Yeah, that shit was wild. And she's a very selfless human being. Yeah. Right, right, but we right. really, we really gave her, her, like, we gave her the living room. Like, that was her hangout spot. Like, we ain't bother her. You know what I'm saying? We was all nice to her. Mm-hmm. She just watched fucking um, the fucking Bernie Mac show and fucking. They were black? No, they was white. But goddamn, it, you know, in the country, I only got 10 channels. They yeah. Like TBS. <laughs> it was like TBS. So you'd be like. Was the a, service bad? Oh, the phone service? Yeah. Bro, I didn't get any phone service. I'm yeah, I think about, I, I text you a couple times. Yeah, I didn't you get text any. me like 30 hours later. Yeah, I didn't get any phone service out there, which was kind of peaceful. Yeah. Because like, I, I couldn't nobody get to me. But yeah, so she she pretty much hung, hung out on the couch all the time. There was also a, um, a uncle and his nephew. The uncle was from California and the nephew was from Virginia. And they came, they flew out and came. So down. what's the head count? We had eight right now? We had eight people in that lodge. Okay. Yeah. And then in our room, we had four bunk beds. I slept on the top bunk. And my dad slept underneath my bunk. And then you know my brother Darius. <laughs> Old head couldn't get up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, and then uh Darius and Mike, they had the other bunks. But goddamn, you know, Darius weighed like three fifty. Yeah. So they were like both too scared. And Mike weighed like 350. Uh-oh. So they was both too scared to get on the top bunk. So they just laid that bitch on the floor. And goddamn, Darius slept on the, uh, he pulled the mattress off and just slept on the floor every night. And goddamn, because they were too scared. One of them niggas going, sandwich. 
Sandwich the other nigga that shit. So hey, bro, bro, we got, bro. You know the six hundred pound life shit. Yeah. Nah, we got to do three hundred pound life because a lot of niggas don't know niggas that yeah. weigh like three hundred pounds, bro. They gonna yeah. do some struggles we don't even think about. Yeah, bro. bro. Like my, he had to sleep on the floor because he was like, man, I, I wait. I don't know, bro. Like I don't want to kill Mike and shit. So <laughs> I'm gonna just sleep on the floor. I was like, all right. You know how big you got to be to worry about, yeah. like, if you go sandwich a nigga on a bunk bed, you bro? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. Turn that nigga into a human jelly sandwich. For real. I was like, yeah, yeah, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I got up on my bunk. But, yeah, it was pretty cool, bro. Um, so we we would get up in the morning. Um, we get up at, like, 4 in the morning. Had to be out of the house by, like, 5. It's still dark. Cold as a motherfucker outside. And um, we had a guide. We had our guys, Jesse and Jack. They was cool as hell, bro. Because, like, my dad was on defense the whole time. Like, nah, I swear some shady shit, you know. Oh, yeah, bro. bro. Hold on. Let's go back real quick. Yeah. So you said it was eight people in the house. Niggas mm-hmm. had ARs. Mm-hmm. Bro, how many bullets do you need for eight people? Not very many. And the funny part is, <laughs> What's bro, the ARs honestly, for? all the white people only had their hunting rifles. They didn't, yeah. have, they didn't have a sidearm. Like a and y'all niggas was walking around like the scrap, wild, wild west. Scrap like a motherfucker. Scrap down to the goddamn teeth. Y'all look like dickheads. Nah, we. I mean, you couldn't really tell. I had, you know, I, we had our shits kind of concealed. Oh, okay. And they didn't know like what's in your gun bag. They just okay, know you okay. got a gun bag. Because on. I'm, um, yeah, I'm picturing like y'all niggas open carrying oh, everywhere hell, y'all man. go like the wild, wild west. Nah, nah. Y'all nah. them niggas with young the AR scrapped across young the back. kept this shit like that, but I, I keep my shit tucked off. Yeah, you know concealed. But goddamn, and everybody else did too. Um, they just had their ARs, and they they have like a a rifle bag that can carry two. So they had a hunting rifle on one side, and then a AR on the other side. So it didn't really look like it just looked like oh he carrying his hunting rifle, mm-hmm. but he really got the AR if he needed. But yeah, <laughs> just in case he got a street yeah. sweep some shit. <laughs> we got out there, bro. Honestly, the layout was perfect. is is a great place. Lies right on the water on the lake. Um, you could fish all day if you wanted to. You could hunt. That shit sound nice. Yeah, it was perfect. Just too bro. cold for a nigga like me, but you yeah, gotta, but you gotta was, hunt in the cold though. Yeah, yeah, you definitely do. Because Unless you're a wild nigga like me who like hunting pigs. Yeah, but you, uh, it was definitely fun, bro. Had some great guides. Um, two good old boys, Jesse and um, Jack. You know they they grew up like southern as hell, but they're like one of them was 24 and the other one was my age, so they like younger. Mm-hmm. So it's like they not on that racist shit. They just like southern boys. You know what I'm saying? They, they just country. They stuff. out there listening to Kodak Black and shit. Yeah, they but they but they still like country music and all that shit. But they you know they they know yeah. about black people and shit. It's too. It's not like it's like fucking nineteen fifty or some shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's like they was cool as fuck. Um, my dad the whole time was just on defense. Like I know, uh, like the first day ain't nobody get shit right. So he's like, man, I know they taking us to shitty spots because we black. And I was just like, because they'll like take you out in the morning, right? They'll drop you off on the dirt road and you got to walk like a half a mile to your stand. And it'd be dark as fuck. You don't know. You hear noises, coyotes. So hold up. Um, just for the listeners, because I already know this. But um, so y'all went on a hunting trip basically uh, with a group. And mm-hmm. the group's job is to take you to hunting spots. They're supposed to take you to the spots where they know they see, they have seen deer and a potential at you getting an animal. You know what I'm saying? So that's so what they would do. if you pay your money, mm-hmm. first off, how much is it? And if you pay your money and you don't get nothing, what, do they reimburse you or it's just like you just shit out of luck? You just shit out of luck. Because hunting, this is what I learned about it. Hunting is truly hunting. Correct. 
Like people think it's like, oh, we're going on a hunting trip. We're all guaranteed to get this. Yeah. So now the package it was, you pay twelve hundred. You goddamn have a room to stay. Um, per person. Mm-hmm. You get a guide who will take you to spots where they know, you know, they have trail cams everywhere. They've seen animals in this area. Um, they go out. They they put uh, corn out, deer corn for bait and all that stuff. Um, so they monitor these areas. They feed the population. They know what's in their areas. Mm-hmm. So they take you out to to scope it, but um, you know catches the hunt. The shit is hunting, bro. It's like you might go out there. I went out there my first two days and I didn't see not nothing. I saw squirrels. I saw birds. Might have saw a damn bobcat running across somewhere, but I never saw anything like worth like shooting at like deer and all that stuff. No, not a hog, not a deer, nothing for my first two days. And my brother Darius, he saw a bunch of deer. And just, you know, and he actually took a couple of shots on some and wind up wounding their ass. <laughs> and they ain't they never were dead as fuck right yeah, now. That's what I'm saying. That shit was <laughs> They died up. slow as hell. That's another thing I learned about this hunting trip too is to hunt ethically. Like don't yeah. take a shot. You don't take a shot, you know you're gonna fuck up and miss, wind up wounding that animal, and then that animal winds up getting eaten by some coyote because it can't run. You know what I'm saying? Because you shot it in the ass and now he's just limping around in the forest and shit trying to Survive. Yeah. Like, you got to hunt ethically. And that was a big lesson I learned on this trip, too. You know, a lot of people, uh, that's kind of going to go over their head. Like, what you mean by ethical hunting? Because, like, they're thinking, like, bro, you're out there trying to kill animals. How can you be respectful about killing yeah. something? But there is a way to be respectful. Yeah, you want that death to be quick and painless. When you yeah. hit when you hit that deer right, and if you get a double lung shot or if you hit it in the heart, it goes out immediately. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even feel it. Goes down, it's done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just like a human. You shoot a human, like, you be in so much shock, you you go out. Like, you be done. You know what I'm saying? If you get shot in one of those, like, like vital organs. But, yeah, that's the, the, the hunting ethically, and especially, like, uh, knowing, looking at the animal, knowing the age of the animal. You don't want to kill an animal that still has time to spread its, like, genes and uh, grow the population and shit like that. You don't want to kill a young-ass buck with, like, two spikes on his head, and he's only... A uh, fifty-pound buck, you know what I'm saying? You want to kill big animals who've been able to spread their genes, been through a little, a few fights, and they're five, six years old. Mm-hmm. You take those big guys out. Those are the trophy bucks that people get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, shit like that. You want to hunt for. Um, and you know, a lot of people don't 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 know that hunting is a little more difficult than they think it is. Like, it's yeah. some people that hunt for five years and never catch nothing. Not yeah. a buck. Not a doe. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, keep going with what y'all caught to and explain like the difference between the buck and the doe. Well, a buck is just the buck is the one you see with the horns. That's the male, mm-hmm. and then the doe is just the female. You're gonna see more doe than you'll see bucks, simply because well, one, bucks get hunted more, and they're way fucking smarter. But I didn't see one buck the whole time I was there. Not one. Not one. They're so fucking smart. They know people are hunting them, especially when hunting season comes around. They know what's going on. Like when them gunshots going off and their friends is falling beside them, they're like, oh shit, it's, it's that time of the year. Mm-hmm. So they're on to you already. And we got there, I think, we was trying to get there in a the rut when they're like, you know, all out there fucking and shit. Yeah. And the, the guys, the, the bucks, they brains be crazy. They'll walk out in the middle of nowhere just to get some pussy. Mm-hmm. They'll walk in the middle of the field, you know what I'm saying, just to get some ass. But um, that's when you want to go out there though, because that's when you're going to see them. But we got in two weeks late after the rut and we were at the end of the rut. So we did by that time they on they on game. So it's like they we didn't really see many bucks. My dad Yeah, they done fucking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They like, I mean, yeah, I done had enough. You know what I'm saying? That's when a new litter comes out. 
and all that stuff. But my dad, he ended up getting a buck and a doe, his ass, lucky ass nigga. Young Weldon always gets goddamn. I don't know, bro. He just ordained by God to be the luckiest nigga. Bro. <laughs> he just always lucky on some shit. Nah, if he see this, he gonna be like, hey, not luck, player. I know, I know. Skill. Yeah, exactly. But the thing about hunting is hunting is hunting. Um, you you don't you're not guaranteed to see shit. You're not guaranteed at all to see shit. But when you see something, you want to have your shot so dialed in that you can shoot that deer ethically and it it goes down quick and painless. And um, I'll tell you what, me and Darius both didn't have that shit dialed in. Because I ain't, I ain't going to lie, bro. I shot my doe, and she bled out for a little while. And I didn't hit her right. I hit her in like her, like, by like her stomach area or something. And um, she bled out for a little while. I felt so bad. I was watching her through the binoculars and shit. I was like, damn, she ain't dead yet? And then, Why you ain't shoot her again? Huh? Why you ain't shoot her again? Because the angle she was at. She was like oh. laid over and she was flat, so I couldn't, there was nothing, unless no. I was just shooting her in the back or something, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, bro, it was a learning experience. It was definitely a learning experience. And now I know like, when you go hunt, make sure you're, you are sighted in, make sure your scope is on point, make sure your gun is on point, because you do not want these animals to suffer when you hit them, bro. That's like the worst, it gives you the worst feeling. It really does, because it's like, damn. Nah, you just a good guy. Nah, like real shit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> if you shoot, you shoot something and like that shit just ah, just laying there and shit like stab that nigga in the neck and keep it moving, Jack. Well, yeah, but at the end of the day, it's like damn. Like I wanted it to be like that. Yeah, I didn't want to like you just taking all kind of shots on the shit, wetting it up <laughs> with the shotgun. And plus, and yeah, shit. and then plus you you ruining your meat because that's what happened to mine. I, I missed. Some vital parts of my meat because I hit it in the wrong area. Yeah, and, and and you know stuff like that. But yeah, it was fun, bro. Had a great time. Um, that's definitely gonna be a lifestyle for me now from now on. Like the redneck. Nah, just hunting. Fight, I like hunting. fight, fighting and hunting. Nah, just hunting. <laughs> what um, what you doing with the meat? I already cut it up. I processed it. Uh, I made some deer burger and um, uh, tenderloin. I got some stew meat. All kinds of stuff. You ain't going to dehydrate none of it? Nah, I don't have a dehydrator. My dad has one. But he's going to make some deer jerky. Um, I was trying to figure out how you make deer jerky without um, a dehydrator. They say you could do it in an oven, but that just sounds kind of bad to me. Yeah. I don't know. So basically what you're telling me is we got to go to Young Weldon House and get some of this jerky. To get some jerky, yeah. And he got, bro, he got two. He got a big How many pounds he got? Did he weigh it? At least. At least. chopped it up? I would tell you, bro, me and Darius could barely carry that cool. I say it was about at least 400 pounds of meat. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. And that's only two animals. How much did the buck weigh? How about one something? Like 160, 170. Them does were small as hell, though, huh? No, the doe was about like 120. She was a big doe. Okay. So he had a good amount of meat, bro. Like a good amount. That's crazy as hell, bro. That shit going to be good, too. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I think I think people should um definitely only eat what they what they hunt for at least at least a couple months, bro. Yeah. Just to, just to give people a better understanding, because niggas out here thinking life is just so easy, just pulling up to McDonald's, getting a goddamn ten piece chicken nugget and shit. Yeah. Not even understanding like what goes within that, and mm-hmm. they uh. <laughs> Like I said, they see a video like of me taking a bird out, and they're like, "Oh my god, you're on some Jeffrey Dahmer shit!" Mm-hmm. Like, bro, that's not no Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Like, mm-hmm. so, bro, what you think the girls would do if that happened to them? If the bird got stuck in their head, like, 
they probably get some dude to do it. You know, girls get grossed out by stuff like that. So that's what tripped me out about women too. Women, um, I was just talking about this last night. Women kick this whole independent shit. Yeah. And they um they just be talking about doing shit that humans are supposed to do. Like yeah. taking care of their kids, paying mm-hmm. their bills. It's like, Shawty, you're not like Miss Independent. Really, most of these bitches don't be independent anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you grow up with a real single mom, like, no help, no family, none of that shit, you know what independence is. But anyway, back to the hunt trip. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that shit sound like an episode of Atlanta. What, the hunt trip? Yeah. It Dude. just do, like, it was supposed to be some crazy racist shit that was supposed to happen, so it could be a good Atlanta episode. But it, it just never happened. That was what my dad was waiting for the whole time. I was yeah. like, I don't believe that'll happen. Because, like, me... At this certain point, like, like we always say, like most racism is gonna be covert. It's never gonna be overt. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Not yeah. like no over the top racist shit. Just like some subtle shit. Like, like the white boys wake up and y'all come in and they be like, "Y'all know who Kodak Black is?" <laughs> and y'all just looking like, "What, nigga?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. Bro, speaking of that though, have you seen Atlanta? Uh, you seen the whole season? I see. Yeah. I see. I, the last, I didn't really get the last episode, though. Did you see it, though? I watched it, but I don't get what it was about. Hey, man. And that kind of, that was back to end like that to me. I'm going to be honest with you, bro. What? Worst show ending of all times. Worse, yeah. Worse than The Sopranos. Worse than any show, bro, of and they, all And they times. confirmed, like, that's, like, that's it, right? Yeah, that's it, bro. That's weird to me, because it's like, it didn't, like, wrap anything up. It didn't, like... The only episode that gave me like some clarity was the episode with Van and um Yeah, and see, Earn when I was felt like woods. I felt like that was a necessary episode. I didn't like it, of course, because yeah. you know I'm not like into that into like love scenes. No, nah, but, but I, like, I needed we needed to know that they like, were yeah. they was gonna at least What was they doing? Yeah, like what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? We need to know. Like and I like cause I ain't gonna lie. I believe in love and shit, even though like I act the way I act sometimes with my girl and all that shit, but I do believe in like True love and all that stuff, like all the lovey dovey shit. And I was happy that Earn finally came out and was like, because you know, Earn kind of like he blocked off like we are. Yeah. Like he know he love his bitch, but like he ain't gonna say nothing. He just yeah. gonna keep that shit moving. He don't, he don't really know how to express it correctly. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's, and that's a lot of men. Yeah. You know, I can, I can admit I'm definitely like that, bro. You ain't even gotta be no tough guy to be like that. It's yeah. Just like, I'm the same way. I'm very blocked off when it comes to that lovey dovey shit. But you know, that's, that's, that's a defense mechanism that we use. Yeah, definitely. Because we scared as fuck of being hurt. Because mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie, bro. I done seen niggas hurt, and I'm scared as shit. I don't want to be like oh, that. Nigga, I ain't never felt like that. Yeah. I don't even want to feel that shit. Hell no. Like, niggas be running around here like chickens with the head cut off. Like, bro, one time I seen this nigga Damo. And we going to get back to Atlanta, my bad. I know I do this all the time. But one time I seen this nigga Damo jump in the car and at like 2, 3 in the morning, drunk as fuck. He begged Greasy to drive him. Jumps in the car, goes to his girl house, and just sits outside her house till like five, six in the morning. That's a little weird. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And she yeah. finally like she doesn't answer the phone. He goes and bangs on her window. You talking about the one he didn't know? Nah, nah. You know, it was a while ago. Yeah, you know the waterhead one. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember them times. Yeah, God, I seen I seen his cousin do that too. One time, me and his cousin was drunk at his dad house. And he was like, hey, bro, rob me real quick. And his girl was working at like a Blimpies. We was kids. Mm-hmm. She was working at like a Blimpies. And he just pulled up and just sat in the car and stared. And I'm so drunk, I pass out and go to sleep. Okay, I'm lying. I was drinking lean. So <laughs> I, I pass out and go to sleep. And I wake up like two hours later and this nigga just 
staring at her through the window. And I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bro, that's the type of shit niggas do. Like, I don't know. Is that love, though? Uh, uh You got to... Love is just... You don't know neither. <laughs> no, the thing is, it's like love is such a complex word. It's like, how can you say that's love when at the end of the day, it's like you want to just possess somebody. It's like... I don't know if love necessarily equates to possession or like um, wanting to own somebody. I don't know. But I know love can make you want to feel like that, but that's not necessarily. I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to feel. That's But that's not the smart way of going about it, though. No, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely not the smart way of going about it. And um, I don't know, bro. Sometimes I'll be feeling like I don't know what love is just simply for the fact that the people around me do things that I would never fucking do in a million years. But then again, it's like I also think differently. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's one of them things where it's like, if some crazy shit is going on within my relationship, I'm one of them type of people like, I don't even want to find out until it makes itself through, you know, to the forefront. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, if that's what you want to do, you do that shit on your time. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't too much, and that's when, if, bruh, that's when somebody else was here, they'll be like, yeah, this nigga slim a bitch-ass nigga, he a nigga that's going to get cheated on. Bruh, honestly, LeBron can get cheated on. Mm-hmm. I don't know why niggas think they, 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 they such, you know, different type of niggas where they can't get cheated on, bruh. Anybody can get cheated on, and mm-hmm. that shit's not, like, the worst shit in the world, like, getting cheated on. Mm-hmm. I don't know why niggas think that shit. But anyway, back to Atlanta, though. Mm-hmm. Atlanta, um... It had a couple episodes on there, like the episode where he decided to duck off and just be in the country and just chill and do his thing. Mm-hmm. That shit reminded me of me and you too. Like, mm-hmm. especially like this hunting trip you talking about. That's mm-hmm. why I said that shit sounded like an episode of Atlanta because that's mm-hmm. what he did. He went there, he did his thing. They mm-hmm. was telling him that this fucking crazy wild ass boy be trying to kill niggas and shit. Mm-hmm. He finally got his tractor to work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was a weird ass episode too. But this final episode... Spoiler alert, anybody listening, I'm going to break it down for y'all. Now, Big King, I'm going to tell you what I think it meant. I think it basically meant everything that was going on the whole four or five seasons of Atlanta was basically just a vision that Darius was having. Like, it never really happened. It was just a vision that Darius was having. All right, I got to go back. All right. So basically, basically, I ain't get that. And like, I ain't get that sentiment. This I don't is, know. This is just a slim thought. Mm-hmm. This, this ain't what it is. So basically, he kept going into that little chamber. What's it called? A hyperbolic, no, hyperbolical no. chamber. Is that is that what it's called? Sensory deprivation chamber. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. Sensory deprivation chamber. Mm-hmm. So uh, he kept he kept going. Oh, where the fuck did I get hyperbolic? What the fuck is a hyperbolic chamber? Nigga, I think that's the shit from Dragon Ball Z. For real, <laughs> I'm not even an anime nigga. <laughs> but uh, there's some no, there's there is a hyperbaric chamber though. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so he kept going in there and he kept thinking like you know 
real life was real life. But I don't know though, because I don't know if when he stole the fucking pink Maserati, if that was real life or he was still in the chamber. Uh, because you know the thing was that if Judge Judy had a big ass, that meant he was still in the chamber. And that bitch was thick as hell. She kept getting her big thick ass up, bro. For the people listening, bro, I know y'all confused, and we confused too. Yeah, like you can you that can pause episode, this shit right now and go honestly, watch. Honestly, honestly, I kept falling asleep because it was just so confusing. I wasn't falling asleep because uh, I ain't gonna lie, it was some super entertaining parts. Like the part where uh, he jumps in the car with Shawty mm-hmm. and she getting drunk. Bro, see, that's the thing about Atlanta that we love from season one is how relatable it was. Mm-hmm. What he went through was relatable as fuck, except for when she got pulled over. Excuse me, even when she got pulled over and she put mm-hmm. the shades on and shit. Yeah, bro, I've been in situations like that. Mm-hmm. Now when she took the gun and hauled ass, oh yeah, I was like, whoa, <laughs> this bitch wilding. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then he woke up or whatever, and then when Buddy got down, he opened the chamber and bro like stuttered back or whatever, did some kind of weird ass like digital glitch. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, this episode sucks. Like they just doing too much. I don't know, bro. I, I be thinking Darius is just schizo or something. I think so too, but I think it's supposed to be a meaning that we're not capturing. And, bro, bro, the whole season was just weird. Like, them niggas kissing for the shoes. That shit was gay as fuck. <laughs> Paperboy paper running through the mall because a nigga wanted to kill him because he made a crank that dance. Oh, yeah. That was creative, though. That was super creative. Because it's like, you think back, we going to be safe. Yeah. Because one thing, and uh, I'm going to brain blue up one more time. One thing I told Blue and them is that us, we some real niggas, bro. We ain't never sat in no room together taking B2K pictures or <laughs> doing goddamn lean yeah. with it, rock with it, dances, all that shit. Niggas like Blue and them, they got plenty of videos of doing all kind of corny shit like that. <laughs> we didn't do that, bro. We fucked toes. We might did a little bit of drugs yeah. and got them play some video games. You know what I'm saying? We wasn't in that bitch doing the lean with it, rock with it, goddamn snap your neck with it, goddamn <laughs> and bartender, none of that shit. The goddamn, yeah, bitch, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We wasn't doing that shit. So if a killer comes out, bro, they come to get them niggas, bro. We all right, nigga. We was not doing none of that lame ass shit, bro. So that was an interesting episode. But overall, how many seasons is it of Atlanta? Four. Which I was kind of disappointed in too, because it was so good. I know it was, it was very. Um, everybody likes it. Yeah. Um, you know, high reviewed, highly reviewed show. I think Childish Gambino or whatever you want to call him, Donald Glover, was just. I think he got tired of doing it. I think he just because you know him, like he's a super creative. I think I think he wants to do bigger projects. Yeah, exactly. Because, and I think because last season, season three, when uh, every other episode was like an introspective episode, I mm-hmm. think that's what he wants to do. He mm-hmm. wants to do like some Key and Peele type of shit. Mm-hmm. Like I like, um, I'd have to say, see, when I was watching season three, I was like, man, this shit kind of bad because it's not progressing the storyline at all. But then at the same time, I was like, this shit actually kind of fire. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's super like that Jamaican abstract. white kid was the best episode yeah, they probably like, ever did. That shit was just super abstract, and every episode came from an angle that you would never expect it to come from. And it, it featured people like in the white kid one, it had fucking um, Tom Hanks' son, yeah, Chet Hanks. <laughs> Sheesh. Speaking of shit patois, mod. yeah, <laughs> speaking of patois and shit, I'm like, bro, this shit is actually good. And then my favorite one was the one when Paperboy got high as fuck. 
and goddamn met Liam Neeson at the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was my favorite episode. Nah, my favorite one was, um, damn, I forgot. Was, uh, which one was it? Oh, the Kevin Samuels one. Oh, yeah, that one was really good, The Kevin Samuel one. That, that was one my was favorite really one, bro, when goddamn them niggas was like, nigga, Kevin Samuel. And it was right after Kevin Samuels passed. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, I'm giving away scholarships to all the seniors that's black. Yeah, yeah. That was I was really like, good. yeah, this is. That was a real good episode. Yeah, but overall, the show, though, all four seasons, bro, if you, if you got to collectively rate that shit, that shit kind of bad, bro. The show? Yeah, it's kind of bad. As a collective, because when you watch, mm, bro, no, when you watch season good, one, you gonna like that shit. Season mm. two, you are gonna be like this shit hard. Season three, you are gonna be like, eh, okay. Season it just rounded off bad at season four because it's like it didn't give you any. There was no wrap up. There was no clarification on nothing. It just ended. So it was just you were just left like, huh? Like what the fuck? Like what happened? You Soprano know? was like that too though, but this was worse, yeah. bro. This was way worse. Yeah, it could have. Um, I think it could have used one more season for them to show pretty much like where niggas headed to in life. Yeah, like and it should have ended with like Paperboy being one of the biggest artists. Should ended with Darius finally figuring out his own identity and going on and doing something on his own. Yeah, because that and, nigga Darius ain't do shit the whole show. Yeah, he was just the homeboy that hung out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then... Like, Earn finally got to the point where he was a manager. Yeah, And he yeah. was managing other artists. Paperboy just got there and was trying to be able to be Paperboy and mm-hmm. still keep his sanity because he didn't like being famous, yeah. which he never did. Mm-hmm. And then his girl finally got her mental health together. Yeah. And then... It should have ended with Earn with his family and maybe they having another kid mm-hmm. riding off into the sunset. But just make it Atlanta style, but make it like that. And then Darius finally figures out what he wants to do with himself. <coughs> goes on to figure something out. I don't care what it is, nigga. And then Paperboy, you know, goes off, does his career thing. Maybe find a bitch or something. You never know. Who knows? But I feel like it should have used the little bit. It should have... Excuse me. There was no like it. It went from like the storyline at first. The first season was storyline, 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 mm-hmm. all the way to the end. Then season two was a little bit of storyline, a little bit of storyline. Season three was like no storyline, all over the place. Yeah. And then season four was like barely storyline, and it just didn't wrap the whole thing up. It was supposed to wrap it up neatly in a bow and just tie it for all of us, and it just didn't do that to me. So I don't know. Um yeah, I feel like it could have ended better, but I still enjoyed that show. I did enjoy that show a lot. I, that was a show I tuned in weekly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I really did enjoy the show. I think it was a good show. Um, I was thinking about this yesterday. I tried to rewatch Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and it got me to thinking, we call these shows the best shows of all times, but mm-hmm. will we rewatch them? Like, you know what show I could rewatch over and over again? What? Sons of Anarchy. I can watch that shit over and over and over again from start to finish. I could. I can't rewatch Breaking Bad. I don't know. Breaking Bad is like a hard one to rewatch because if it's nobody, too much going on. Yeah, if don't nobody remember, it was just one, there was a lot going on and it started slow. Mm-hmm. So it's like you had to get into the groove of like. Oh, yeah. Season one was super slow. Yeah. Like, nigga, yeah. I think he killed one person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not even and about started cooking. It's not even about the people he killing. It's just he got this annoying wife. He got you know the son. I fucking hate his wife yeah. and his son. Yeah, he got the son, but I can't hate his son. You know he got damn got messed up legs and shit. But um, nigga, nothing's really, wrong with him. He just he just 
You just really, physically really the whole up. time you worried about kind of like them, but you should be worried about him because this nigga's about to die from cancer and shit. And then <laughs> yeah. He figures out a way, you know, but it, it just took a long time to build all that up. But I, I don't know. Some people like the slow building shows. But um, see, Breaking Bad would be too hard to rewatch because it was just too slow in the first yeah. season. But I only bring that up to ask you, do you think you'll rewatch Atlanta? I could. You give me about a year. And I can go back and rewatch the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. So that means it's not a bad show then. Because it's still funny as shit. Like, I'm still going to laugh. That episode with uh, the goofy guy that killed himself or didn't kill himself. Yeah, that one was funny too. That shit was That weird. shit was out of nowhere. That shit, shit should have just been a full-length documentary. It had <laughs> nothing to do with Atlanta. That bitch was like, nigga, I hate when I'm watching Atlanta and I'm mm. somewhere like... Like, you know, sometimes I'll be at my mama house in Texas and I'll be mm-hmm. on my iPad because I watch it on goddamn, you know, my nigga Trey Trey Hulu account. You know, I don't have mm-hmm. no accounts. I use your <laughs> shit. I use Trey Trey shit. Yeah. But anyway, um, and I hate when y'all niggas be having too many devices on the account. That shit be pissing me off. I be wanting to call y'all niggas and cuss y'all out, but I'll be like, damn, this ain't my account. <laughs> you got that shit. <laughs> but nah, for real though. Like, uh, I hate when people walk in and be like, what the fuck are you watching? And I'd be like, damn, you really won't know what the fuck this is if you know what the fuck it is. Because this shit's just all over the fucking place. Yeah, Yeah, bro, it's just weird all over the fucking place. But, um, bro, I wanted to walk back um, a take that we had a couple episodes ago. Because the other day, you had text me talking about Baby Boy. And it was stuck in my head for like two days. So I said, man, let me watch Baby Boy. Because we was giving Baby Boy that shit, calling him a <laughs> bum-ass nigga, all that shit, bro. Bro, I want to walk that shit back, bro. Why? Okay, Baby Boy is a bum-ass nigga. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call him a bum-ass nigga because yeah. that nigga was trying to sell the dresses. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to be something good in life. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was boosting, though, but... We'll... Okay, he was boosting. Fuck I digress. It. But you he know. was trying, though. Yeah. He was trying, dog. And, bro, like, he had a head-ass stepdaddy that beat him up like I did. You know what I'm nah, saying? I got to feel bad for that nigga. That nigga Melvin was cool, bro. Nah, that nigga was... head, Bro, you wake up in the morning, and your stepdaddy that you just met two weeks ago is butt-ass nigga drinking all your Kool-Aid. Man, y'all be too overprotective of y'all mamas and shit. No, it's not even about that, bro. It is, bro. It's about this nigga butt naked in the kitchen. Why are you butt naked in the kitchen drinking the Kool-Aid? Nigga, because that's his shit now. Bro, do you be butt naked in your kitchen? Nah, I can't. All right then, nigga. So why is this nigga butt naked in the kitchen knowing that a kid Man, that nigga out of jail, man. (laughs) He said said knowing that a kid lived there. That nigga Jody is grown, nigga. That nigga was grown as fuck. That nigga is grown as fuck, bro. Come on. <laughs> hey, one more thing we forgot about the uh about the take we had too was that that nigga Jody had the meats, bro. Yeah, bro. When you got the meats, your girl do anything. That nigga mm-hmm. got them. She was calling that nigga daddy dick. Yeah, she got them. Got up, made the tacos. Got them cleaned up, cleaned up, bro. Bro, yeah, yeah, bro. That nigga Jody wasn't that bad, bro. Yeah, you could be a trash ass nigga when you got a good pipe, bro. Yeah. When you got a good pipe, bro, you can be as trash as you want, bro. Women mm-hmm. accept you for that shit, yeah. dog. They accept you for that shit. Yeah. Bro, I watched a movie recently, too, that got trash-ass niggas in it. And That's we fun. didn't think about it when we was kids. Bro, first off, most movies that we watched as kids, we didn't know these movies was about some trash-ass niggas. <laughs> the number one movie with the most trash-ass niggas in the history of trash-ass niggas is Friday. 
Yeah. Them niggas was some trash ass niggas, bro. Yeah. Bro, so first off, you got a nigga who got fired for stealing boxes. Mm-hmm. Open the scene in the movie. Yeah. This nigga grown in hell, living with his parents, mad as fuck at his sister because she got her hair done. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just hating and shit. <laughs> got fired for stealing boxes. He got them fat as fuck. Uh, working out in the goddamn <laughs> doing goddamn reps and shit. All right, then his goddamn pothead ass homeboy come to the crib, mm-hmm. who's supposed to be selling weed, but uh, fucked up all the money. Mm-hmm. And then bro pull up and ask him where the two hundred dollars at. Yeah, bro, these niggas, this nigga just got fired, but ain't had two hundred dollars. And Smokey had half; he had a hundred, so they only needed a hundred, bro. Mm-hmm. And then they bap ass homeboy Red pulls up, <laughs> and Debo comes, and they all scared shitless of Debo. <laughs> Debo to knock Red ass out at the dice game, and yeah. I'm thinking like, why Smokey only got a hundred dollars, but he was just shooting dice yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Really, Smokey the trash ass nigga for real though, because it's like, bro, you you selling weed, you shooting dice, but you ain't got two hundred dollars. Yeah, that's some trash nigga shit. Then his mama ain't got five dollars for some cigarettes. Who mama? Smokey, mama? Smokey mama. Oh, Smokey mama. Yeah, bro, bro. Just the whole thing, just a whole bunch of trash ass niggas. Bro. I mean, shit. Ice Cube wrote that shit, so you gotta be mad at his ass. Yeah. Hey, but you watch all old black movies though, and then you you wonder why black people are depicted in the media like we are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, because if we we grew up on that shit and we didn't know how it was influencing us, but like. Bro. Niggas was really trash. Yeah, like, but it like, now you look around and you got a whole bunch of like, you just understand. Oh, I understand why half of us are trash because <laughs> we, we watched. We, shit we grew like up that. on that. We got so brainwashed by that type of shit, bro. Like it's just normal. You know what I'm saying? Uh huh. When it's not supposed to be normal, but it is normal. You know, we normalize it. Oh, and Felicia wasn't a crackhead, and they kept why? What she was? She wasn't a crackhead. What was she? She was just a bum ass bitch that wanted to borrow ketchup and microwaves. She didn't smoke crack. Ezel smoked crack. Oh, yeah. Ezel smoked crack. She wasn't a crackhead. She was just a bum-ass bitch. Bro, she was Neil Long's Long sister. Oh, was she? Yeah. See? It's a lot of she shit in the movie. She actually might have fine as hell of goddamn. Nigga, and she was fucking Debo. For real? Nigga, she was laying in the bed with Debo when they jumped in the window to steal the money. Mm, I don't remember That's that. how they knew uh, Debo was in there. Because goddamn, she had told them she'd be fucking on Debo. Well, excuse me, Neil Long told them that Debo be fucking on her sister. Mm. See what I'm saying? We missed a lot of shit in the movie as kids, bro. You paid way too much attention to detail. Like, <laughs> this nigga in here taking notes, watching Friday and shit. <laughs> nah, I really wasn't, though. I was just I was just thinking, like, damn, bro, we, we really missed all that, bro. But Smokey and Craig was some bum-ass niggas. But... That nigga Craig was getting ass, and he really wasn't supposed to be getting no ass. And his bitch really was fine as hell, and she was going to get him the money. But he went to fuck on Neil Long broke ass. You know, she was broke as hell. Mm-hmm. Like, he really had that shit. But you're right, though. We do get get depicted in some crazy lights. Just like, bro, I think, um, and I, I, I wasn't going to stay on movies and shows forever. But I think movies really fucked us up as kids. As far as that player shit. Cause we watch movies like Bill Bellamy, How to Be a Player, mm-hmm. uh Thin Line Between Love and Hate, Martin, um, you know, just shit like that. And we thought them niggas was the most player niggas in the world. And them niggas really was like lover boys. 
So now we grow up and niggas was like, yeah, I want to be just like them niggas. Like that shit really lame, bro. Like you really running around, goddamn, wasting wasting bitches' times and just playing with them and shit. Now, if if they know what time it is and they still willing to fuck with you, nigga, have at it. By all means, do your thing, player. But goddamn, if they don't really know what's going on and shit and you got 30 girlfriends, that shit really lame. Because them niggas was really lame in the movies with all them girlfriends. Like they was doing too much. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie though. Jody baby mamas was fine. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, his baby mamas was fine. Yeah, he had some fine baby. Like that scene, that scene they had where they was uh, picking their kids up from his mama house. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah, that nigga Jody got him something right there. <laughs> he got two fine baby mamas. <laughs> yeah, but bro, I think I think that's what it takes, bro. Yeah. I think I think if you want to have all the bitches, you got to quit your job. You got to be a bum ass nigga. Because bro, <laughs> and you got to work on your pipe game. Yeah, you got to work on your pipe game. You got to hit the gym. Yeah. Get your testosterone, your your uh your T count high. Yeah. Get your shit up there. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn, you gotta keep 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 that shit on like them kids say. Mm-hmm. Keep that shit on. Goddamn, you know that's how you get all the hoes, bro. Cause, bro, I don't know what it is, but bitches just love a bum ass nigga that got time for them. Mm-hmm. They love that shit. Oh, he can hang out all day, nigga. Me and Cooks was supposed to do this podcast because he was so mad. He was dealing with a female, and she got mad because she went out with him. But mm-hmm. Cooks was in his networking bag. What you mean? Like just trying to like just talking to people, you know? Oh, gotcha, bro. You know my nigga Cooks is important. Stop playing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, <laughs> so goddamn Cooks told her, he was like, oh, baby, you know how Cooks talk. Oh, mm-hmm. baby, I can tell you're not used to fucking with niggas with money. Because <laughs> ain't no man with no money got a whole bunch of time for you. Mm-hmm. And he kind of got a point, though, bro. Like, when you're trying to get money, bro, you can't goddamn be running around playing with your girl all the time. You know what I'm saying? You got shit to do and shit. But women, they want... All the attention on them, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, I seen a girl recently say, like, she went on a date with a guy, and he was on his phone the whole time. And he told her, he he apologized, like, hey, I'm sorry. I was handling business. Um, But I'm done now. I know we not females, but if I was a female, I'd be like, oh, understandable. Yeah. Like, bro, I noticed, um, you know, I'm a, a, a cell phone watcher. Mm-hmm. So yesterday when I was at the cigar lounge, I looked at all the old nigga cell phones, mm-hmm. and all the niggas was looking at the same shit. What the stock market? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So it's like, are, are you really mad at a nigga that's watching stocks on his phone? Um, I don't know. People got to be uh, a little bit more honest with each other. I feel like we we spend too much time playing the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like somebody's trying to get something out of the other one. The other one is trying to get something out of the other one. It's just too much wasted time. Like get to the point. I don't like that shit. What? Like playing around and shit. Yeah. I it gets old. It gets shit. annoying, you know? So it's like you you kind of want to get straight to the point about stuff sometimes. Like that's how I feel now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, um, what else we got to talk about, bro? Oh, we need to talk about your boy... Uh. Finally announcing that he's running for office. Who was that? Donald Trump. You said you said you might vote for that nigga. I said I might. I ain't said I would. <laughs> but why might though? Might because of what's going on right now. It's just like you feel like you don't have a. Don't get me wrong. If there's a better candidate, 
I mean, but they're like it's we, gonna be Sleepy Joe. Oh, oh, you talking about a Republican? Republican or Democrat? It's gonna be Sleepy I'm Joe. I'm not a I'm not a party person. I don't vote by like oh I'm a conservative. I'm not a conservative. I'm not a liberal. I'm not, I don't know what you want to call me, but I'm not neither one of those. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just know what we got going on now is just not this shit ain't right. You know what I'm saying? And shit needs to change. That's it. Yeah. Um. He said a couple of things, and what the fuck? That wasn't a press conference. It was like a little rally. He said a couple of things. People was going crazy over. Like he was like he gonna give drug dealers the death penalty. Oh yeah, he always say wild shit like that. I think I think Trump just be looking for sound bites, bro. He just be saying shit, and people be taking that shit seriously. Mm-hmm. Like like, see y'all talking about y'all niggas talking about phone for this nigga, but he talking about locking niggas up. But I'll be honest, you kind of have to take that serious because the nigga's already been president before. (laughs) But he like, he bro, Trump is just he said he said something else too though, and I can't remember what he said. But But I ain't gonna lie, if DeSantis beats him, which I don't think that'll happen, but if DeSantis beats him, I think DeSantis will win because people need a more practical uh, solution for a president. Yeah. I got to I got to see what else he said. He said something else that that was interesting. This nigga 21 Savage uh golfing and shit. Bro, what you what you think about that Drake and 21 song? That 21, can you do something for me? <laughs> oh, well, I think the whole album was gas. I think that shit was amazing. No, I'm saying though, like you don't think this nigga Drake be riding a nigga meat stick kind of hard? Like these recent TikToks, I'm like, yeah, bro, that shit is kind of gay, bro. Nah, they just cool. Nah, that shit kind of gay, dog. Nah, you just don't know how to goddamn. Oh, here you go. Nah, you, here you, you go. don't know how to be nice to people, bro. Here you go. Why you can't give niggas compliments? <laughs> Nigga, that's just too much. That's like overboard. Nah, they just cool. Damn, I can't find the other one that Trump said, bro. Because I had posted that shit. I can't find the other one. But Trump had said something that was goddamn simple and everybody went crazy with it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Every time he say something, it's got down. World War Three. But yeah, so uh, niggas, niggas vote for Trump. Stop playing. I don't know. We'll see. I don't. I don't know. Maybe something will come out where they. I don't think they're gonna let him get back to that position again, just because. Too dangerous. I don't even get how he was too dangerous. I don't get what like what. I don't. Happened, I don't think so neither. And because you remember when he became president, everybody thought the world was going to end. Yeah, including us. We yeah. were like, "Holy fuck!" I mean, nigga. Of course, we thought the world was going to yeah. end. A fucking a fucking entertainer just became president. Yeah, it's like, bro. Do you know, like, the role of president was always the role that we thought was just so prestige and just mm-hmm. high up there. Like, oh, when you become president, you're somebody. Mm-hmm. Trump just showed us that the role of president is a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. He just showed us that shit. Yeah. We didn't know that though before before he became in office. We didn't know that like, oh nigga, we you literally this is a fucking life is an episode of Black Mirrors. You literally can anybody can become president. But if nigga, they, they were talking about the Rock being president. Yeah, if they could find somebody a little bit more practical and um, just not so give people such a visceral reaction. Just by saying their name, you know what I'm saying, or wearing a hat or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. We just gotta find people who are more moderate, a little bit more measured in their thoughts. People just—that's why Obama was able to do what he was able to do. You know what I'm saying? 
because he had the persona of being the most measured, well put together, mm-hmm. a classy president in a long time, even though he was black, you know, and people thought, oh, black people aren't classy or whatever the fuck, or black people are this or that. He showed it, you know, he was a shining example of what uh, an American should be and what a president, sh- a president should be. Correct. You know what I'm saying? And Trump was the opposite of that. Trump is like a fucking, ugh, he's just terrible. But everything Trump does goes platinum though. Yeah. But policy wise, I would more be leaning towards that rather than what what we got going on now. You know what I'm saying? It just didn't make sense. <laughs> hey, Sleepy Joe kind of funny though, bro. Sleepy Joe is head. Ass. Like every time I see him talk, oh, he obviously got dementia too. Mm-hmm. But every time I see him talk, bro, he just makes me scream, laugh. Like somebody asked him a question. I forgot what I seen and goddamn somebody asked him a question. And he said, <laughs> Oh, he was talking about the PPP loans. Oh, yeah. He was like, <laughs> Well, you know, I think it's going to have to start in the office and eventually. We're going to get those suckers. <laughs> he just started laughing. I was like, bro, this nigga's out his fucking mind. Bro, he he is old. out of his mind, bro. It's bruh. like seeing your papa. You're like, damn. Damn, grandpa. What's going on, man? But like, he's he's like the stage where he's the stage where like he still got it, but you can tell he's losing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like he got it, but he's losing it, bro. Mm-hmm. So he snaps like back and forth into reality. Mm-hmm. And and we let this nigga be president, dog. Yeah. <laughs> we let this nigga become president, dog. But imagine if we had Hillary, though. If we had Hillary, bro, I feel like she'll be on TV every day, goddamn, trying to, trying to, trying to show her dick every Boy, day. Yeah, it is. For real, nigga, she'll be like, yeah, I'm, I'm the big dick around here. I'm the president. Yeah, I'm the president. Nah, but you know, women just had that certain thing about themselves, though. But we know where it come from from yeah. being black, though, because mm-hmm. it's like you know when you the when you're seen, yeah, when you're seen less than, you mm-hmm. feel like you always have to show your you chest and show who you, gotta you are. Be over, yeah, you gotta overcompensate for. That's why I don't bash yeah. women with that shit because I know where it comes from from mm-hmm. being black. Yeah. Even though, like, I I found peace within it. Mm-hmm. But I know that everybody aren't able to find peace within it. Yeah. Sp- speaking of women, I just I just posted something recently. I want to show you. I might I might put it on the screen. Might not. I don't know how much time we got left on this camera. Because I really want to show you this. Let me check. I mean, they probably fun to watch or look at, but I can't own do the snow game. Nah, fuck them snow not games. Not for no nigga. fantasy. Nigga, the snow shit, bro. Just cancel that shit, bro. Bro, we be going too hard in like football, like especially with kids. You know how it be raining and your kid playing flag football, and they like, nah, the kids need to get used to the conditions. No, they don't, bro. Nigga, get that shit the fuck out of here. It's raining. You do that with the heat too until niggas start passing out and dying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, all right. If the heat de- index over a hundred, you can't you can't practice. Bro, nobody plays fucking football in the heat anyway. We had to goddamn. Start uh, practicing indoors and shit. Yeah. That shit was terrible. AC be going out. But, bro, this the real nigga pod, bro. So I want to show you something that I seen online today. But you got to be real. What? They saying it's dunk of the year. Hold on. Did you see the dunk that they said was dunk on the year yesterday until today? Mm-mm. I got to show you that one now. Let me find it. Let me find it, bro. Let me find it. It shouldn't take long. This shit was everywhere. 
Talking about, oh, here it go. Found it. Who is this? That's college? Yeah. I mean, for college, that's a good dunk. Oh, hold up. It's another dunk that happened today that they saying is dunk of the year. Are you ready? Yeah. They and saying this college too? Yes. They saying, damn, they saying it's better than that dunk I just showed you. <laughs> Chill, bro. Listen to the commentators. Yeah. Contested dunk in transition. And she threw it down. With ease, nigga. Leave them girls alone, man. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, leave them girls alone. This the real nigga pie, nah. Big King, which dunk what? was better? <laughs> chill, bro. Nah, ain't no chill. It's the real nigga pie, bro. Answer me, bro. Which dunk was better? All right, dog? if we comparing, was it's probably harder for the girls to do it though, bro. You know what I'm saying? So what does that mean? I mean, uh, they still playing on the ten foot rim. It's harder for girls to dunk. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying it was better, obviously. Yeah. But I'm saying it's like you want to say which one was more impressive or which one was harder or which one was the which best? one was better, bro. Bro, obviously the nigga dunking like a like a fucking orangutan on the goddamn white boy, <laughs> whatever the fuck, <laughs> like like a orangutan. <laughs> that nigga was long as fuck. So why are they saying that that woman's dunk was better? Because you know you have to support women nowadays. Oh, that's it. You you're forced to. There's no option. That's the only reason why they saying that shit was better. Yes, that's the only reason. Because you don't see women dunk very often. So it's like when you see a woman get a fast break and dunk on somebody. I should have uh, screenshotted one of the um, one of the uh, comments <laughs> that was said by a woman, mm-hmm. which is oh okay. Here it goes. I ain't. I'm, I'm a screenshot and put it on the screen for y'all because y'all know my reading is horrible. So this is a, another woman. As a coach, some of these comments are not necessary to say. First thing, she did dunk. We both agree that she dunked, right? Yeah. Okay, she did dunk. As a woman, we already don't get enough support in sports, which is not true. NBA players' salaries basically fund the fucking NBA, uh, excuse me, the WNBA. So that's not true. That's a false statement. All right. So why even mention negative comments? Second, she just graduated high school. So that means she's only 17 or 18 years old, which is also not true. That means she's 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. All right. Third, she's a young lady. As a woman, we don't have the same bodies as men. So we're not going to give explosive dunks. But we give what we can and do the best we can. So as, as a woman and coach, please respect women's basketball. Thank you and God bless. Congrats to this young lady for making history in one of the best women's basketball programs. I love it. What? Drops panties. <laughs> <laughs> you got that shit. 
Hey, bro. I don't know. Maybe, maybe your sister right, bro. Maybe, maybe I am a chauvinist. Oh yeah. <laughs> she spotted that shit day one. <laughs> she see. I don't like that nigga. That nigga there. Mm-hmm. I said, "Why? Wow, we ain't even say nothing to you." <laughs> She's like, "I can just tell he's a chauvinist." Hey, I bro. said, "Well, I mean, you ain't you ain't far off." I mean, I ain't really a chauvinist as far as my thinking. My thinking isn't that 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 men is better than women. No, it's just you, the thing is we live in a like that. We be saying this shit. We live in a delusional ass world now, bro. It's like so you have to be Back like to that matrix shit. Huh? That's what I'm saying. It's like, bro. So you want me to say that that dunk's better than this dunk? And it's like, obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> and it's like, the thing is, it's like... The key word is what she said was, men and women bodies are different. So of course, we're not going to have an as explosive dunk. Mm-hmm. So like, so bro, bro, here's the thing. Remember when we was young, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Sports in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Today's world we live in, they will put her dunk number one and his number two. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And that's crazy as hell. Mm, I mean, and I'm not saying she's supposed to be doing a fucking East Bay or a fucking windmill. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, like, nigga, that was a good dunk. We can put hers at two. She's a female. You know what I'm saying? I Females just feel is like, to dunk on 10 foot rims. Lower the fucking rims, too. Yeah, if y'all did that, it'd make it a lot better. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, yeah, if they made this shit about eight feet. Nah, nine, nigga. Nine feet will be good, nah. Bro, because that girl dunking at 10 feet, mm-hmm. you put that bitch to nine, she East Bay. Yeah, yeah. She going to come down that bitch like Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. And that shit going to be hard, bro. I'll watch that shit. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know, bro. It's too hard with the man and woman thing. It's already too much division. I feel like, I don't know, bro. It's too much propaganda out here putting pitting men and women against each other. And I'm just like... It ain't got to be like that, though. I know. And that's I, why I, I know like, I'm not a chauvinist, because it doesn't have to be like that. Bruh, I know that... I was about to say some chauvinist shit. But <laughs> I know that men are just naturally built stronger. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, like, this nigga can goddamn jump like and he jumped off a trampoline is like, and she can't. Like, women... Here's the thing. Pretty much all sport was kind of invented by, like, men. Correct. So most of the sports that we're playing are going to pick to play are going to need to be explosive, powerful. You're going to need these types of body types in order to be good at these sports. That mm-hmm. also goes for short people. That also goes for fat people. That also goes for everybody. You Correct. Know what I'm um, but certain body styles, and especially within men who are, you know, testosterone and, you know, musculature and speed and fast twitch muscle fiber, you're going to be good at those kinds of sports. Like, I don't care if you're the fastest woman in the world, you're probably not going to beat the fastest man in the world. You're probably not going to beat the fastest top 10 men in the world. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. I just feel like there's this thing where women feel left out, but it's not It's not really necessarily left out. It's like take your sport and make it your own. Correct. Make, make, like take whatever you want and say, hey, we want to lower that rim to eight feet. So I can goddamn And I'm here for that shit. So I can goddamn lean with a rock with it and that motherfucking yeet. And goddamn, why not? I'm you know with that saying? shit. Take women's basketball. You, it doesn't have to be men's basketball. Or And bro, like, why do we even have to compare? Like, it doesn't have to be one of those things where it's men versus nah. women. And but it like, always no, is gonna bro. be this like men's like we always get pumped. The World Cup about to come up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we always get pumped for men's soccer. Like every time the World Cup comes around, I get fucking pumped. I'm USA. 
you know, wearing a USA jersey, painting my face and shit. I'm just pumped sitting at the house watching this shit. I've been doing this shit since college and shit. Yeah. But it's like when a women's team comes around, I'm just like, and they done won the World Cup several times. Like, and they're the one of the best, if not the best, women's program in the world. And which comes to say something too, we we our women have facilities to do these things in our countries. That's why they're the best. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like we it's like we, it's like they're saying we treat our women like shit, but obviously women grow up playing the sport in these in our country. What happened to that shit they were saying in the Olympics where they basically were saying that men got to uh, practice in these facilities and women had to practice yeah, the, in these the men what have happened the, with that? The men have the better facilities, the men have the better equipment, all that other stuff. Um, and that comes from just money. Yeah. And more people are interested in men's soccer rather than women's soccer. And Basically, the the um, economic system that we have mm-hmm. in this country. Yeah. That's how. That's the NFL, just, NBA, all that shit. They're all funded heavily because, one. They men, have the money to do so. And men are ultra interested in sport. And I'll be honest. Katie doesn't watch not one sport unless I watch it. Mm-hmm. She, like, women just aren't into, you know. Any other girl you know, do they watch sports? Interest like just super interested in sports? Nah, but the ones that do, there's some interesting individuals. They all mm-hmm. the same type of woman. Yeah. Okay. But at the end of the day, are they paying to go see their favorite teams? Are they, you know, yeah, I, I like a lot of like women aren't that. I only deeply, know a couple. I only yeah, couple. women aren't that deeply entrenched in sport. That's the thing. Is like, uh, if. If all women watched the WNBA, it would be a ultra popular sport. And Correct. It would, be, it would be ultra funded. But ultimately, I know what you're saying. Ultimately, women are interested in sports, so mm-hmm. that's why the WNBA isn't no. as popular. I'll and say, the ones I'll that say, are interested in sports are interested in men's sports. I'll say women, they grow up playing sports too, but they're not like... Like for men, it's like a different kind of thing. Like sport is almost like a... It's almost synonymous with war and battle. <laughs> yeah. And men, we always grow up playing war. Or playing cops and robbers, or playing like, and sports is another thing that's that realm for men because just the testosterone, the aggression, all that stuff. Sport is our way of getting that out without actually having it, without actually having to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Football is war. Like basketball is war. Same thing. You trying to run the score. You trying to do as much as you can to destroy your opponent. That it's like a all sport is like that. It's like a, a synonym for battle, pretty much. That's all our shit. You know what I'm saying? So, am I chauvinist if I say that the man's dunk was better than the woman's? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Big chauve. I guess I I I guess I am. I'm a pig. <laughs> My bad. Nah, you know I what mean, I'm it all depends on what you look at. I don't really. I'm just at this point now. I think this is what they were trying to do to us. Though I'm just so exhausted about by all this shit. I just give people what they want. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, that dunk was great. Oh, bro, I had an interesting back to Cooks, the same the same lady that was with Cooks. Had an interesting conversation with her. I'm gonna have it with you. Mm-hmm. I, if tell please tell me if this isn't appropriate to have on camera, and I swear I'll edit this shit out. Mm-hmm. Make sure you tell me. Right. So we're having a conversation, and we're basically talking about men and women and therapy, and it's it, it's weird because I'm telling her how most of us men need therapy and don't know it, and she's telling me why I need therapy, and I'm telling her I already told you that shit, mm. and it's basically because like like you notice when it when uh, you told me your sister said I was a chauvinist, I didn't get mad because I know it's, tr- it's some truth behind that. 
Because mm-hmm. it's not that I view myself better than women. I've never even viewed myself better than women. I view men better than women. Mm-hmm. It's 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 how I treat women. Like over the time I've always treated women like, you know, whenever a nigga say like I can't have female friends, nine times out of ten he'll chauvinist. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten. And I'm one of them niggas. You know what I'm saying? No, if you say I myself. can't have female friends, me, I can't have female friends. Well, I can. Honestly, I can. Yeah, I can. See what I'm saying? Because you're um, the nice guy. You can do that shit. But no, like, I honestly, like, sexualize women a lot, too. Like, yeah. I can't be around And that's woman. what I'm saying. Like, There's someone I, can I can hang out with women, and I know how to control myself. But if I'm drunk, we're having a good time. It's Saturday night. I'm not about to drive nowhere because I've been drinking. I want to hit some ass. You're yeah. there. I'm not. I'm going to see what the fuck going on. Yeah, I'm not saying all that. But <laughs> but oh, I I'm will. That. I'm going to see what the fuck is going on. But I'm, I'm saying <laughs> I'm not gonna be hanging out with you. We're having a blast, having a sharing a couple of drinks as, like the boys do. Uh huh. And you turn around to go get something out of the fridge, and I not stare at your ass. Like that's just me. Like, oh, that's simple. I know, but like that's just a man like yeah, looking yeah. like at a woman. You know what I'm saying? So see, I'm like, talking about deeper than that. Like. We go back to the crib after drinking and got them. I done already seen that ass bouncing in them in them in them spandex. Yeah. And now we at the crib and I'm like, so what you about to do? <laughs> you it, know would be what I'm extreme, it would be extremely hard. It would be extremely hard. <laughs> yeah, to not like fight those temptations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But so conversation kept going, bro. And um I don't know how we got to talking about like gender identity and, and shit like that. But she asked me, Would you splack young and May? Oh, okay. And I told her, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she looked at me like that shit was the most disgustingest, gayest shit she ever heard in her life. She was like, y'all men are really gay. And I was like, bro, that's a woman. And she said, but she's masculine. I said, no, she's not. (laughs) Where is she masculine at? (laughs) She was like, she's a masculine person, and that's how she identifies. So if she identifies herself as being a masculine man, you have to respect that. And I was like, whoa, wow. I don't know, bro. That shit, that shit just fucked you up too. Like, bro, what the fuck are you even talking about? <laughs> no, I just don't know. Like, the lines are blurred. Yeah, I just don't know nowadays. I'm, honestly, bro, I'm just hanging out. Is this something wrong I'm saying, though? Because I swear I'll edit this shit out. This is wrong. No, I mean, it's your, it's your honest opinion. And, Honestly, I kind of feel the same way too, but I'm just hanging out. Like I'm <laughs> I don't care what people do like. But 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 not like 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 real shit though. Like 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 real shit all jokes aside. Mm-hmm. Is Young and May masculine? Or am I tripping? Young and May is depicting what she de- defines as masculine. And that's the same way that a man who like the 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 trans Woman who got locked up in jail. Uh, Brittany Griner? Not that one. Uh, the other one. The the one we was talking about, the YouTuber we were talking about? Yeah. The okay. one she was a trans woman. Uh-huh. Got locked up in the men's jail, right? Uh-huh. In her mind, she's a woman. But her biology says something different. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like those are two different, though. Because, like, she, I like, mean, identifies as a woman and, like, you know, has had... I don't know if she had a sex And change, I don't know. I don't think Young and May identifies... She ain't went that deep with it. I don't yeah, think she yeah, identifies yeah. as a, a man. Because, see, I just view her as a stud. But she... she 
It's like you, you. Some girls are tomboys. Like that shit really is a spectrum, bro. Like you I can't, agree. I you agree can't 100%. expect one man to be uh, hyper masculine and like every other man or whatever. You can't expect a woman to be hyper feminine like every other woman. It's, it's just a spectrum, bro. Like some girls are gonna be tomboys and some boys are gonna be a, a very effeminate and feminine. Doesn't mean you're gay. It doesn't mean you need to transition. It just means you're different. Yeah, so yeah. for the record, too, when I told her that I would hit Young and May, I mm-hmm. paused and thought about it for a long time mm-hmm. because I'm not interested in women that dress like men. But mm-hmm. I just thought about, like, if she, if she like, came on to me or something and she started taking her clothes on, mm-hmm. it's obviously a donk and titties up under there. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to do? I'm a man. You talking about Young and May? Yeah. It's obviously a donk under there. Oh, you talking about... Ass, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she probably, I don't know. Shit. It's probably built. Who knows? Like, you know, I got I got two partners that like really like studs for some odd reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that always confuses me too. Yeah, I think it's a little creepy. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I can't call them niggas gay. Mm-hmm. Them women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it was just a weird ass conversation. Like, as far as the whole like respecting people for uh what they identify as, it's like, bro. I didn't disrespect them. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I don't respect them. It's just that this is what's going on. Yeah. It has nothing to do with respect. Mm-hmm. Like, I respect every human being for whatever the fuck they want to do. You can do that. Mm-hmm. But you gave me a hypothetical-ass question, and I gave you a hypothetical answer. Like, yes, if she pulled her pants down and had a dunk, I might. Yeah. Why not? It's all, I don't know. Everybody got their preference. Yeah, and that's all I was saying. Like, it just is what it is. Nah, don't say everybody got their preference. Like, like, like I'm just the stub, the stub master. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm not the stub master. Yeah. I'm not the stub master. You like, you bro. like them, uh, you like a masculine. You like a hyper masculine woman. That's not a hyper masculine <laughs> woman to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like, bro, see, and that's the thing too, bro. Studs always trip me out with that, like. When we was young, how they would walk around with their pants sag and get the tattoos and had the long dreads. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've never viewed that as like a hyper masculine woman. No, but they're obviously emulating masculinity when they do stuff like that because that's more attuned to how they feel. But see, mm-hmm. bro, you're saying you're saying exactly what I was thinking. That's their view of masculinity. Yeah, but then that's I- not my view of masculinity. Yeah, but then you're also agreeing with what is masculine. What is it? Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying I know what the fuck it is. That's what I'm saying. I'm just. I'm. I'm just saying like, okay, if I was gonna, if I was gonna turn into a stud, I'm a young lady. I was gonna turn into a stud. Mm-hmm. I probably would try to like be like my dad. Mm-hmm. I like try to go get muscles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like try to try to open doors. I'll try to. I don't know. This shit sounds stupid too. But, like, I'll try to do shit that bitch-ass niggas don't do. Because bitch-ass niggas don't do a lot of shit nowadays. Like, bitch-ass niggas don't know how to change tires. They don't know how to hunt. They don't know how to shoot no gun. Like, I would try to go do all those things, and that would be, like, what I view as masculine. Nigga, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't go get tattoos and long dreads like Future. I don't view Future as the fucking fucking stuff. But I also think think all this is, like... Just in the human biology to like do what you what whatever you're hunting out there, do what makes them attracted to you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I so got it's you. like I, I feel you. like they they do that 
Not necessarily because they think they look better. It's because somebody else might be attracted to them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because we do things for outside of our own. Uh, a lot of the time, we do things outside of our own, like wanting, like our own instincts. Like, I feel indifferent about this topic, but I think I'm gonna leave it in. I'm not gonna edit it out. Why you say that? I don't know, bro. Like that shit do sound kind of assholeish. No, it's not asshole. This is a perspective. It's just what it is. It's like, but you're also agreeing with like a lot of left wing ideology. Like, oh, I think of it this way. You think of it that way. Nobody really knows what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm also not saying I know what it is. Though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Nobody really knows what it is, but I have my version and you have your version. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Nobody really knows what, what it boils down to, though, at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, gender is a fucking spectrum. And I also asked her, I said, so you think that nigga Kodak tripping? She said 100%. <laughs> I said, not really. No, nah, I think right now, I think you know who's going to be, who's going to end up tearing down woke culture? Who? I think women. I think so too. Because they're going to start to see like, wait, what the fuck is going on? And they also going to start contradicting themselves. Because mm-hmm. they ain't going to have no choice. Mm-hmm. Because woke culture got propelled to the forefront by white women. It it only got so big because white women. Nobody gives a fuck about minorities. Nobody gives a fuck what black people have to say and all this other shit. Um, People care about what white people say. And mostly, mainly white men. And then next to that is white women. Mm -hmm. And then now... That's where all that shit stems from. And then there's going to be a big... There's going to be a big cultural war between... White men who transition into women and white women who are actually women, yeah. biologically, you know what I'm saying, speaking. But um, that's where the next culture war is going to come. And then I think things will just level back out again because people will be like, all right, what the fuck were we talking about before? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because now women Try are, like, women are starting to get pissed off because a lot of trans women are like, yeah, I go through these struggles as a woman and all this other stuff. And they're like, wait. You don't even get a period. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, they're like, no, like, I'm a I'm a woman. What are you talking about? And then men entering, you know, trans men entering women's sports and all these other things, like stuff like that. They was, bruh, they was uh, debating that at the cigar club yesterday I was mm-hmm. in. And I was just listening because, you know, it was a whole bunch of old black niggas. Mm-hmm. And they was just like, bruh, that's what Trump said. Damn, thank you, bruh. What? That's what Trump said. Trump said when he becomes president again. He's not letting men play women's sports again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find you the clip, bro. That nigga said he's not letting men play in women's sports again. And goddamn, all the that's what sparked the debate in the cigar club. All, all the old black niggas was like, that nigga spin. <laughs> I was like, bro. Trump just say the simplest shit and niggas just gravitate towards it, bro. I mean, I don't know. Makes sense. But see, it's a way to say things, though. Um, It's a way to say things, but then... It's not going to catch the attention of people, huh? Mm-mm. So he, so he has to say, I'm not letting men play in women's sports. Either you're... There, there's a thing we're fighting. We're fighting for what is fucking real and what is not. That's what we're fighting for. Right now, and the only people who can stop it, like I say, is women. Because men, they're not going to take anything you say because you're automatically going to be viewed as a chauvinist pig. 
So right now we have to sit back. Men have to sit back. We have to let women sort this shit out at the end of the day. Correct. Because right now there's a culture war between white white men and white women. Everybody else is kind of like just a you're just a victim of it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about black trans men or black trans women. Nobody gives a shit about black trans women who get murdered and, you know, commit suicide on a daily basis. They only give a shit about the dude in the store saying, it is ma'am. They care about that. Mm -hmm. They don't care. Or they care about Leah Thomas, who was the swimmer who goes and becomes the number one women swimmer in the nation when she was like, Three hundred, yeah, something. four or something. No, four fifty six. Yeah, something as as a man. Some shit like that. They care about shit like that. They don't care about you know. It, it's a culture war between pretty. All this is a culture war between white people. I, I keep telling people all the time, like this shit don't have nothing to do with us. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do with us. Like our culture is different, bro. Everybody had a these fucking, is white talking points. Yeah, they're all. It's all white shit. And at the end of the day, it's white culture kind of being forced upon everyone else. But everybody else lives in a different culture. If you're an Iranian person, you're a Muslim Iranian who grew up in America, you're probably not going through this in your household. You're just trying to go get your fucking degree in nuclear science or some shit or whatever. If you're a black kid in America, you're just trying to find your next meal or whatever the fuck. Or you're just trying mm-hmm. to make it as a in sports. Or you're trying to be a fucking scientist or... Or a computer uh, engineer, or whatever the fuck you're going through. We all go through different things, but this culture war is not between the minorities of America. These, if you're a Mexican person who, you know, your parents were first generation immigrants and your dad worked on roofs, and now he's done enough to send you to college. He he owns his own roofing business and all this other stuff. You're not thinking about what's a trans woman and what's, you know, this and that and blah, 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 blah. You're thinking about, like, how can I solidify myself for the next few generations? Like, and, and I that, know... And that goes back to the hunting shit. Yeah, and I'm not... <laughs> I'm not I'm, I know I'm speaking in generalities, but, like, for the most part, people who are minorities in this country are just trying to make it and survive and, and you know, get to the point where they could just build wealth. And I feel like a lot of what these talking points are are just... These are problems in you know, white communities, especially affluent communities, Mm -hmm. because they have people with money have the power, who have the affluence, who have, like, I don't know very many poor people with, like, trans children. I just don't. I feel like that's something that goes through your head when you don't know, or here, that doesn't go through your head when you don't know where your next meal is coming from. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel like. And then I feel like, um, you know, but all all power to whatever what people want to do. It's just at the end of the day, I just feel like it's a privileged thing to just be able to do those kinds of things because most people. But you're not world, saying it doesn't happen. You're saying like at a at an earlier age, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have enough time to think about that, and then maybe one, maybe once when you get a mm-hmm. little bit older and yeah. you know you're a little bit more stable, then you mm-hmm. start thinking about those things. Yeah, those types of things happen later in life. But when you're worried about life in general and survival, uh-huh. you don't really have much time to even think about those kinds of things. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're effeminate, whether you're masculine as a as a woman, whether you're feminine as a man, it doesn't matter. You're just trying to fucking survive. You know fucking your dad's a fucking crack addict and your mom's an alcoholic and she works three jobs and you're just trying to fucking survive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know, you like going to drag shows sometimes and shit like that. Shout out my nigga Domo. It don't matter. <laughs> you got that shit. 
But yeah, shit nah, like nah, that. I'm gonna be going to drag shows. Oh yeah, well, shit. More power to them. I don't I, think it would be. I think it would be fun to go to a drag show though. They have fun. They have fun. What you gonna do though? Just have fun. Nigga, tell me what you gonna do. <laughs> Just drink and have fun. Laugh. You gonna flirt and shit? I might. Who knows? You know, I wouldn't be opposed to flirting with a drag. Who gives a shit? I don't, I don't, I don't like people flirting with me who don't want to fuck me. Oh no, they probably do want to fuck you. No, I'm talking about you doing it. Don't be, don't be oh, flirting okay, and, you okay, don't, okay. and you don't want to, you don't want to hit no boy pussy. No, oh, yeah, nah. I'll be nice. I'll be kind, nice. Nah, nigga. If you gonna flirt, nigga, ain't no such thing as innocent mm-hmm. flirt. Motherfucker flirt with me. I think they, I think, I think they trying to hunt something. Yeah, you got that shit. <laughs> not everybody, everybody. Some people are just naturally flirtatious. Don't want nothing out you. I don't like that shit though. I don't like uh, flirty, flirty people. I don't, I don't mind it. it. Makes me feel good sometimes. Nah, don't be doing that shit. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Don't be doing that shit unless you're trying to, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you had ass. <laughs> nah, for yeah. real though. For real, you don't think so? I mean, you got that shit. Nah, nigga, for real. Like you gotta, you know. <laughs> I'm joking, bro. You got that shit. But yeah, man, I thought that was an interesting conversation, so I wanted to talk about that. But everything you just said, all that shit goes back. I'm probably gonna call this the uh the hunting trip pod because all that shit goes back to people need to start goddamn. I don't know, bro. Just we might need to take a step back for a second, bro. And uh, I know earlier I was talking about how technology, like you know, makes it easier for our lives. But we might need to take a step back. Like another thing I was thinking about when I was watching them old movies is like how far technology like has become. Like this nigga Jody got down, answered the phone, and this nigga Rodney was on the other end in jail trying to call. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have those situations no more because niggas not sitting around the house phone waiting on the house phone to ring. Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe we should have those type type situations and take a step back because, like you were saying, we're so worried about gender identity and things like this. If niggas had to worry about where their next meal was going to come from, this wouldn't mm-hmm. be a thing. I think you reach a certain point of affluence in a, in a society to where you try to... People... Somebody's going to get left out. Um, somebody's gonna feel other than somebody's gonna feel an out like an outcast, and then they just, you know, however they might feel about their who they are in this world and how they fit in, and then they try to express themselves, and like you can only contain that for so long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. In America, we're a more open society. In places like Russia, where they beat up you know gay people and all those types of things, it's probably way more suppressed, but eventually that boils over. Same thing with like China, places like that. They're they're trying to produce some more masculine image of men and 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 forward it out that to the society and all that other stuff like that. They're trying to get people to have more children because they're realizing like, oh people aren't having children. Like people our age in China aren't having children. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um it's weird because I don't know. I feel like there's a balance somewhere between the two. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it just can't be forced. And, you know, where we feel a lot of this liberal, woke culture is forced on us, over there, a lot of the oppressive, 
of keeping that shit hidden is forced on them. And then, you know, somewhere in the middle is the happy medium of like, well, none of this needs to be forced. Maybe you should just let people do what they do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. Stay woke. (laughs) Nah, for real. And I'm so, bro, I'll be so happy when niggas stop goddamn talking, talking about Jewish people. That's the big topic nowadays. I'm tired of hearing about it. I mean, I don't know why people acting like people always been hating on Jewish people. Yeah, since the beginning of the time, like shit's shit's nuts. I mean, but yeah, it's part of fucking whatever we got going on in this bullshit ass world we got right now. Man, what else we got going on in the world before we get off? I kind of, I kind of just freestyled that last topic too. My nigga, um, that we just had. I just freestyled the fuck out that shit. My nigga Izzy lost. Yeah, that that nigga did lose, bro. And I thought about you as soon as I seen it. I said, Big King Mm -hmm. somewhere crying. No, I was sad, but I wasn't crying. Um, and this nigga got arrested for having brass knuckles. I don't know what that. I don't know what that was about. That was weird. Why would you even have brass knuckles? But um, you already can break a nigga whole fucking jaw. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. But yeah, bro, this is the third time Buddy and beat him, beat him twice in kickboxing, beat him once in MMA. Um, but the thing is, people are like, oh, he be getting his ass whipped. No, he's he's been he was winning every fight. <laughs> and then Buddy always comes back and gets him. It's just like, that's the worst part about it, bro. It's like, you know you can beat this nigga, but mm-hmm. he just has this power that can put anybody away. He's knocked everybody out. He's fought except for one person, the guy he fought. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he's like, he's a knockout artist. Like, eventually he's going to find that that left hook that's going to put you out. You know what I'm saying? And you just got to be, you just got to be aware of that shit. You got to stay away from it. Yeah. And um. so basically that's all that happened. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, the stylebender was up the whole fight. Yeah. And then TKO in what, the fifth round? Fifth round. And he only had like yeah. two minutes left, I think. Two minutes until you, two minutes and they, they're telling him that's the greatest performance he's ever had. He wrestled, he outstruck him, he did everything. And then in the last half of the fight in the in the fifth round, he gets knocked out. He gets TKO'd. Standing knockout pretty much. Yeah. Cause he didn't get knocked out. Like Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. TKO. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was sad though, bro. I was a little <laughs> depressed. That's why I was glad to go on a hunting trip because I didn't have nothing to think about but honey. Cause if I would have been thinking about that, I would have been like, fuck. <laughs> you know that's your nigga yeah cause like really bro I I really I like him I like Kamaru Usman too bro it's like um, I don't know there's something symbolic to me about having black champions and it's just to give uh, people who don't have so much hope a little bit of hope and that's yeah I agree that's all I ever care about is like we need our champions bro we don't you know what I'm saying we don't have much in this world so our champions mean a lot to me like I like Black boxing champ. That's why I hate when Wilder was getting his ass whooped by Fury. I hated that shit. Even though I knew. <laughs> even though I knew. Like, yeah, bro. Come on now. Yeah, but I still hated that shit. Yeah, I get you. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy you saying that because I was just saying that when we was watching um, Monday Night Football, the Eagles finally lost. And mm-hmm. I was kind of mad about them losing. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, Slim, why you wanted the Eagles to win so bad? And I was like, bro, believe it or not, I just like seeing people win, bro. I just mm-hmm. like seeing it. Like, even if I don't like them, like, don't get me wrong. If the Cowboys was fucking 9-0, 8-0, and 
I'll be mad as fuck and can't wait for them niggas to lose. But in the back of my head, I'll be like, I want to see somebody go undefeated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I felt about the Eagles. I like people bro, I just, just like see I don't know. Win. Some people enjoy greatness, and some people just like to see great people fall. I'm more of a I enjoy like I enjoy greatness. Like I'm I'm back and forth though. Like mm-hmm. I w- I would have liked to see the Eagles go undefeated, but I also would have loved to see Mayweather get his ass beat. So I'm one of them type people. It's just like it's back and forth. Yeah. Because Mayweather not losing fucked up the sport of boxing a little bit. Cause now a nigga take a loss or two in his career and people is like, yeah, bad ass career. And I don't like that shit. Oh no, boxing is one of those sports where you can't lose. It's weird. It shouldn't be like that though. MMA, you could lose 17 fights and, and fight for a title. <laughs> because what's my dog name? Ooh. Uh the nigga that used to fight in whatchamacallit's in the backyard. Oh, Masvidal? Uh, uh yeah. Bruh. That nigga, how many times he done lost? Seven times? He done lost more than that. Probably 13 times or something like Bruh, that. Bruh, this yeah. nigga still getting paid. Mm-hmm. That shit don't he matter getting, at all. He getting bigger bucks than he's ever gotten right yeah. now. Yeah. But you just, all you have to do is make, give yourself a household name, be a little be a little bit controversial out there, and then also people people going to find the love in that, bro. They're going to be like, I like this dude. He's himself. He's in his original self and go out there and start some people. Mm-hmm. Just clean they shit up, and then you're gonna be you're gonna get paid, bro. Like just like the Diaz millions. brothers, they be getting their ass beat too. But yeah. them niggas, them niggas fighting every card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every card. Them niggas. People on that love bench. Nate, bro. And Nate, I mean, he just won his last fight, but he was fighting a vet too. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. People just love that shit, bro. That's why I love MMA, bro. And I, I ain't gonna lie. Even though Izzy's zero three. Um, they're gonna have that title rematch. The worst part about this shit, though, is they have the title rematch. Is it, let's just say Izzy wins, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, they have the title rematch. Izzy wins. He's gonna have to fight him again. Yeah, because Buddy's gonna have to get his rematch. Correct. So unless Izzy wins twice in a row, then he's gonna he's gonna see Buddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now let's just say Izzy loses. You've lost four times to this guy. You're not getting another title shot for a long fucking time. So there's a lot riding on him winning twice in a row. You know what I'm saying? So like you lose to somebody four times, it's like, all right, let's just let everybody else get their shot. And then you're gonna have to fight all these other killers in the top five for a while. That's the it's the worst, it's the worst situation you could be in. Yeah. You gotta beat this guy who's fucking undefeated against you. Yeah. Twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Or you lose to him, and now you just have to fight in the top five all these other killers. For like the next year or two, because they're not going to give you another title shot for a long, long time. It don't matter how many times you win. These guys might fight six times by the time they're both their careers are done. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's just wild. Yeah, and you already know he want that title back, so yeah, of course. he got to do his thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What you predicting though? What you think gonna happen in the rematch? I think Izzy has to be smart enough. You can't because it's been a while since they fought. It's been a while since they fought, but um, I think he's got to be smart enough to know, all right, he's the comeback kid. Fifth round, stay the fuck away from him. Just dance around. Now, if I would have got, like, Izzy got stunned with a left hook and he kind of, like, froze up on the fence, at that moment, I'm running. I'm running. I don't <laughs> care how I feel, I'm running. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm staying alive these last two minutes of this fight. I don't care what I got to do. He's going to punch himself out eventually. He's going to get tired. You know what I'm saying? But... Trying to stick in there and bob and weave and shit, and he's still catching you? No. Get the fuck out of there. You could have won that fight. I don't care what people just say, oh, he almost like, uh, got knocked out of him. You still won the fight. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you were dominating him. Some people had him four up four rounds. Other people had him up three rounds to one. Like, he was dominating that fight. Wrestling, we ain't never seen Izzy fight like that. Nigga was wrestling, piecing him up, everything. Then in the fifth round, buddy comes back, knocks you out, just like he did in the kickboxing fight. Yeah. And that's, that's the worst part about it to me. It's cause like, now you've made, it, you've made this road even harder for yourself by not finishing. You know what I'm saying? But like we were just talking about with boxing, losses happen. Yeah, definitely. They definitely have. It's going to turn him into a beast. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why the fuck he had brass knuckles, though. Yeah, he got a shit We're going to have to figure that one out. That was a weird one. Yeah, he got a shit for those. Nigga, you already got goddamn the hands of the gods. Mm-hmm. And now you got brass knuckles. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But yeah, sports Um, sports is what keep us going, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. I love, I love this time of the year. I, I don't watch basketball this time of the year. I'm going to be honest with you. Thanksgiving is coming in two days. We ain't talk about that, too. Thanksgiving is coming. Um, mm-hmm. I'm watching nothing but football. I don't never start watching basketball till Christmas. Because mm-hmm. the, be, the playoffs be about here in football. Then Christmas, you know, we have the all-day games. And basketball just got too many fucking games. 82 games is just mm-hmm. way too fucking much. Just who like baseball. Think, who you think looking good right now? In basketball? Mm-hmm. Man... Everybody's fucking losing, bro. The Warriors is six and nine. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Niggas is losing, bro. Mm-hmm. Um the 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 Brooklyn Nets, bro. The Brooklyn Nets. This nigga KD made a statement about them. Mm-hmm. And they basically asked him about, you know, what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And he told them straight up, you see who the fuck on my team? <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing, of course. Yeah. But he basically said, You see who the fuck on my team? Mm-hmm. I was like, Damn, nigga. Bruh, y'all only like 12 games into the season and you already shitting on your fucking team, bruh. Mm-hmm. Let me look up these niggas' records, bruh. Bruh, imagine being this nigga teammate, dog, and he say some shit like that, though, bruh. How would that shit make you feel? I mean, KD ain't always been known as like the best teammate, anyway. <laughs> so that shit really don't matter. No, bro. Them niggas are seven and nine. Yeah, yeah. Them niggas are seven and nine. That shit sucks, bro. Yeah. Um, you asked me who looking good though. Hold on, let me look at the Lakers first, and then I'm gonna tell you who looking good, bro. I know the Lakers they ain't looking good at all. Them niggas three and ten. I don't even get what's going on. Yeah, the Warriors six and nine. I was right. The Warriors six and nine. Lakers three and ten. All right, this is the Eastern Conference right here. That's not Eastern Conference. Oh, this is the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. Trailblazers ten and five. They number one in the West. Mm-hmm. Suns nine and five. That's who I like. I like the Suns a lot. Mm-hmm. Trailblazers always find a way to drop the ball unless they get a trade. I mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. I haven't really been watching much basketball though, so I don't even know why I'm talking about this. Nuggets, Nuggets, uh, nine and five. Murray came back strong. He's in injury protocol right now. Mm-hmm. Not looking good for them. Jazz ten and six, looking decent. Nine and six. Pelicans. Grizzlies nine and six. The Mavericks eight and six. Luka Doncic rookie card just sold for the most um, money in history, three point one six million dollars for his rookie card. Mm-hmm. You know what I think. <laughs> Hey, blue hates Draymond Green. You hate Luca. I don't hate Luca. I'm just like, all right. Well, I don't get the hype. Right. Stop hating on Brad. Oh, 
All right, let's look at the East, though. I like the Suns, though, of course. The East Celtics, 12 and 3. I can see them being back in it. Mm-hmm. Bucks, 11 and 3. I could mm. also see them being back in yeah, it. Hawks, crazy. 9 and 6 at 3. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But they got old boy on the trading block. Who? Trey? Uh, nah, the big light skin nigga. Oh. What's his name? I forgot who you're talking about. Hold up. I definitely can goddamn find it real quick. Hawks roster. They got that nigga on the trading block, and um, they trade him. I don't know what kind of team they're going to be. Murray is balling, though. John Collins. Oh, okay. They got John Collins on the trading block. Murray is balling. That nigga averaging like 30, 30 points, almost 30 points a game, I think. Mm-hmm. Or he is averaging 30 points a game. The Hawks looking good, bro. The Hawks looking real good, actually. Then you got the Raptors, the Pacers, the Wizards, the Knicks. The all them niggas garbage. Yeah, all them niggas garbage. <laughs> the East looking kind of easy, bro. Oh, the Cavs eight and six. The Cavs looking good. They got my boy on there. Um, what's his name? Donovan Mitchell. My he went nigga to the looking Cavs? good. Yeah, I know. My he nigga got looking good. He fucking niggas up over there, bro. But yeah, that's who I got. Now the NFL. Everybody keep asking me my NFL picks, bro. I have no fucking idea. It's just it's a little too tight this year. Nigga, the NFL, bro, the same thing happened in the NBA is happening in the NFL. The conference where the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Giants, and um, if the playoffs was today, that whole conference would make the playoffs. Yeah. That that conference is tight. Ain't no telling who coming out that much. The Commanders, uh, the Giants, the Eagles, the Cowboys. All four of them would make the playoffs if the playoffs was today. And the Bucks is finally uh first in in the uh South Division. Mm-hmm. Right above the Falcons by one game. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Bucks will be the team to beat the Eagles. That turn it on in the later. Yeah, season. and beat the Eagles. But mm-hmm. Tom Brady's losing. Aaron Rodgers is losing. He just lost Thursday night football. Yeah, all the legends is not looking too good right now. Yeah. Football is just in a crazy ass place, bro. Russell Wilson look like shit. Oh, that nigga's ass, nigga. He's yeah. out of there. Right now, if, if if I had to pick a team right now, I feel like will win it all, it would be the Chiefs. I like yeah. how the Chiefs is playing. They they're, look the uh, most solid. Yeah. Or they're the definitely Bills. moving the ball. The Bills too. I like the Bills, too. Yeah. But the Chiefs is moving the ball around a lot. Uh-huh. My picks would be the Chiefs or the Bills. Uh-huh. I'm not picking nobody on this side. Like, I don't trust the Eagles. They just picked up Sue, but this nigga Sue is 35 years old, uh-huh. 34 years old. I don't know why niggas is going crazy over that pickup. But niggas in the cigar shop yesterday was talking about how, yep, they they making their playoff run. That last loss showed them that they needed the goddamn woo 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 They making their run now. Like, no, bro. No, bro. If you ain't get Aaron Donald, you ain't. <laughs> yeah, ain't really did shit. Yeah, you ain't you ain't get Aaron Donald, bro. Yeah. Relax, bro. Them niggas acting like they got Aaron Donald. Like, yeah. okay, your defense got better, but okay, so what, nigga? Relax, bro. Mm. But yeah, that's my pick. Chiefs. I like the Bills too, but my pick is the Chiefs, bro. Mm. And I think the Bucks can uh definitely beat the Eagles because I think the Eagles is very flawed. Offense look good, but they passing too much. They got to run a little bit more because Sanders. He's um he's not he's a, one he's of the lead every- rushing. He's not a, he's not an every down back though. He's not, but he's but but he's one of the league's uh uh leading rushers. And it's like they're not they're not running as much as they should. Bro, what they were supposed to do that last game that they lost, they were supposed to jam the ball down on niggas' throat, bro. Yeah, but Miles Sanders, I've trust me, I've had that guy on my fantasy team. 
he's very brittle. He's not an every down back. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? So like he's one of the ones where he's a multi tool back. Like he can catch out of the backfield. He can do a lot. I was bro, I was watching that Thursday night game and uh they run my nigga King Henry too much too, bro. I'd be oh, scared yeah. of him every play, bro. Yeah. They running that nigga too much. Yeah, they run him like a battering ram. Bro, my nigga had two completed passes too. Mm-hmm. One for a touchdown. Yeah. My nigga King Henry is that nigga, bro. Probably one of my favorite running backs of all times. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anything else we got, man? We've been on that sports shit, goddamn, for a minute. Not I think really. we talked about sports the whole. I started out talking about fantasy football. If I don't edit that shit out, mm-hmm. I don't. I ain't really have much. Then, then you got me discouraged about uh, talking about Young and May. I'm like, damn, maybe I, <laughs> maybe I should delete that shit. Talking about how I hit Young and May and shit. That shit crazy. But yeah, that's all we got, man. Appreciate y'all for listening. Um, and we out. All right.